Let's see. Recording in progress. Yes. Uh, and uh, I want to get more volume here. Okay. I think I'm ready. Om Ajnanatimadantasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamakyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vande Ham Shri Guru Shri Yuttapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sakrajatam Sahagana Raghunatang Vetam Tang Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitamscha Nama Om Vishnapadaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Sadasvate Devi Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatya Deshatani Mancha Kapatarubhyascha Kripa Sindubya Evacha Patitanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha Hey Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantar Adha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gorangi Radhe Brindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Pri Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Ganadhar Shri Gauravaktaminda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Regarding in progress. Okay. Um, the question remains do we have a channel for Russian translation? And maybe before that is a question where is our host? I don't see our host. Anywhere. Here, Guru Maharaj, the Spanish translation is there on the yeah, Russian. Russian we're looking for. Sure, sure, I will assign it now. Mm -hmm. And who's translating Spanish? Is it Taitesha or is it Manibanda? 
I don't see money panda there. No, he's shaking his head. No. <laughs> Translators strike. <laughs> Interpreter. Actually, they usually say for live translation, they call it interpreting. Uh, well, I'm just going to kind of get started, I think, with our song for the day. If I can find it there. Um, song for the day and song for two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, Shilinaratam Das Thakur sang Haha Prabhulokanat Rakko Paradvandve Kripa Drishte Chaho Jodhi Hoya Anande. Oh, Lokanath Goswami, oh my master, please place me at your lotus feet. If you are pleased with me, please place your merciful glance upon me. Um, and so this song is about um, Narottama addressing Lokanath Goswami um, whom he took shelter of and who initially did not accept him as a disciple. The story is, I was just reading. He said, sorry, I'm not taking any disciples. <laughs> and then now Tom would just, anyway, he would serve Lokanath and specifically he would do very menial service. He would um, he would clean the place where Lokanath uh, Goswami would would pass would pass stool as we say. <laughs> and Lokanath came to notice this and said and decided, oh He's serious. Hmm. He's really serious. Okay. And then he accepted him. And I think that's the story. Um, here, Narutam in verse 4 gives his special qualification for mercy is that there's no one else in the world who is as much in need of mercy as he is. Uh, five, although he spends all his days and nights glorifying the transcendental pastimes and virtues of Sri Sri Radha and Krishna, Narottam Das knows that his desire to attain their association cannot be fulfilled without your mercy. So he recognizes and acknowledges and affirms the need of the 
grace of the devotee of the Lord, the Guru. <clears throat> right, that was um, two weeks ago. Now, again, we're continuing. He's addressing Lokanath. He says, Lokanatha Prabhu Tumi Doya Kuramore. This is uh, song number six, Lalasa from Prartana. Loganath Prabhu Tumi Doya Koramore Radha Krishna Chorone Jeno Shoda Chittaspure. O Loganath, O my master. Please be merciful to me and bless me that Shishi Radha Krishna's lotus feet may be always manifest within my mind. So, Sada, of course, means always. Chitta can be consciousness or mind or heart. Um, and Spure um, has the sense, I believe, of touching, but in any case, here manifest. Mm. Jaino Sada. Uh, then verse 2 Tomar Shohite Haki Shakir Shohite E to Basana Mur Shada Ute Chite. I wish to have your association when you manifest your form as gopi friend of the divine couple. Oh, that's interesting. This desire continually arises in my mind. <laughs> so, um, in other songs, Nartam Das Thakur has been anticipating himself being a gopi friend of the divine couple, and now he's anticipating uh, his guru, Lokanath Goswami, manifesting his form as a gopi friend. And he's saying, I want to be there <laughs> when you manifest. I want to have your association like that. Now I have your association as uh, you could say the external form, but I want to, uh, I want to be there. I want to associate with your internal form. Ah, we have Spanish translation. Now we just need to make it so we don't all hear it. Yeah. Uh, you may have to make some adjustment. Uh, whatever is being said is so muffled, I don't hear it, but maybe 
Was that everything okay? Let's let this. Yes, Katya, I'm translating into Spanish instead of Detyash Prabhu. Oh, okay. Hare Krishna, Katya. Bueno, Tias. Um, okay. Then, verse number three. Saki Shoki Gan Jeshta Jenho Jenho Tahar Chorone More Shamar Pibe Kobe Shebar Karone. O Master. When, by your mercy, will I be allowed to serve the lotus feet of Srimati Radharani, the best of all gopis? So here, Sakigan is uh, the assembly of the Sakis. And Jeshta, Jeshta means, I think it means elder or senior, I guess, here. So it's referring to Radharani. Jenotahar Charane. To her lotus feet, Tahar Charane, More Samar Pibe. Samarpana, yeah. Samarpana means worship, offering service, I guess. And then the question word, Kabe. Samar Pibe Kabe Sebar Karani. So the in in the regarding the cause, karana of service, when will I be able to serve completely? All right. Tabe number four, Tabe she hoyibe morbanchita purna anande se vivo donhar jugala charana. If you will fulfill my desire, then I will be able to blissfully serve the lotus feet of the divine couple. Tabe, then, in that case, she hoibe, more banchita. Banchita is desire, and purana is with an extra syllable, otherwise in Sanskrit, purna, purana. So full, full desire. Hoibe will become. Ananda Shebibo in Ananda in ecstasy, I will serve Shebibo. Who will I serve? Donghar Jugala Charana, the lotus feet uh, of both of the two. <laughs> Jugala, the two. Donghar of the two. Or, yeah, Jugala is the couple, we can say. So both of the couple, maybe, 
anandeshi vivo dong har jugala charana. I will be able to serve the feet of both of the couple. And finally, Shirupa Manjari Saki Kripa Drishtye Chaiya Tapi Naradam Shincho Shevamrita Diya. O Shirupa Manjari, O friend of the divine couple, please cast your glance of mercy upon me. Kripa Drishtye Chaiya. Chaya must be casting. Please sprinkle this distressed Narutam. Okay. Tapi, um, from the word tap, which means a verbal root, Sanskrit to heat, and from which we get tapasya and so on. But also it can mean, because heat can be un uncomfortable, too much heat, um, burning in the uh, fire of material existence. Uh, it, so tapi is one who is burning. And the form here is like yogi, yogin, yogi. So tapi is someone who is suffering. And sincha uh, is sprinkle. We have the word abhisheka, and that comes from cinch, which means to sprinkle. And so here he's requesting, please sprinkle this tapi, naratam, with the nectar amrita, of seva. Dia, give. Nice. Okay. Let's give it a go with. With some musical accompaniment. Uh, did I click? Not yet. Now it's on. Okay. Lokanat Prabhu to me, Doya Kodomore, 
Radha Krishna Charane Radha Krishna Charane Jaino Sadha Chitta Spure You want to play some musical instrument? We have we have backup here. Lokanata Prabhutumi Doya Koramore Radha Krishna Charan Jaina Sada Chitta Spune Tomara Sahite Taki Sakirasa Hite Etoba Sana Mora Sada Ute Chitte Tomara Sahite Taki Sakira Sahite Eto Vasana Mora Sada Ute Chitte Sakigan Jesta Jeno Taharacharane More Samar Pibe Kobe Sevar Karane Shakigana Jeshta Jeno Tahara Charane Mora Samar Pibe Kobe Sevar Karane Tabe Se Hoi Bemor Vanchita Purana Anande Sevibo Tahar Jogala Charana Tabego Mora Vanchita Purana Anande Sevibo Jogala Charana Shirupa Manjari Saki Kripa Dishte Chaya Tapina Rotama Sincha Sevamrita Diya Shirupa Jasaki Kripa Dishte Chaya Tapina Rotama Sincha Sevamrita Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare 
Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Hadibo 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 Gora Hadibo Naratam das Takuraki Jai. Now turn original sound from your sessions off. Okay, I just heard. Um, 
So welcome everyone who have just arrived since we started. It's nice to see you all always. Um, since we're singing our Tom Dastakur songs, I thought, well, here we are. We have this very nice book from Shitala Devi, The Glorious Life of Srilanaratam Das Thakur. Um, my, oops, my, how do I put it in focus? Is there somewhere? No. <laughs> when I do the blur background, then it becomes very, anyway, there's a book. <laughs> Um, from my god sister, Sitala Devi Dasi. And uh, so I thought, let's, I won't read because I know that's hard to translate, but maybe just a bit of um, paraphrasing and starting with her introduction, a couple of points. Mm. But first, I want to check. Yes, now Russian is there. German is there, too. Good. Um, so in her introduction to the book, um, Sitala Mataji is explaining how it came about that she wrote the book, how she was inspired. <clears throat> uh and she explains on page Roman numeral, Roman numeral 13, that uh, she explains her main reason for writing the book. And what is that? She came to appreciate just how beneficial it is to us, our spiritual uh, development. Mm to learn about our previous acharyas uh, in our Sambrindaya. They are our, she says, spiritual predecessors. I should move the screen down, otherwise I'm always looking up and it looks very strange. Okay. Um, they are our spiritual predecessors they come before us um, <clears throat> and she said as she was uh, researching reading about Narutam Das Thakur more and more she was feeling close to him that he's something um, that, that he is a person uh, with she says a relevant and palpable presence. Palpable means like you can touch um, something with tangible substance is palpable. Um, a shelter and an inspiration. She refers to Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, <clears throat> uh, the attachment for devotees like Narottam is the very root 
of the tender creeper of divine love. And uh, we all know we're want, we want that creeper to grow. Um, if it's going to grow, there has to be a root. If there's going to be a root, what is the root? That is our attachment to the devotees of the Lord, especially uh, these predecessor acharyas. <clears throat> she also quotes Radhanath Swami, <laughs> uh, who is quoting an American English expression. In bhakti, it's not what you know, but who you know. <laughs> It's about having connections. Uh, and yes, she also refers to Srila Narottam Das Thakur as a true spiritual hero. She says uh, his life is an epic tale epic story, one of the greatest pioneers of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. And she also refers to him as a trailblazer. Trailblazer means one who creates a new pathway, a fresh, fresh pathway for spreading in spreading Christian consciousness. Um, she refers to Narottam Das Thakur's compassion. Uh, he was never giving up his feelings of compassion and uh, wishing to share Krishna Bhakti despite all the opposition. He had a lot of opposition uh, why? Because of his caste. And what was his caste? Well, he was a, hmm, according to one source, he was a kayasta. What is a kayasta? Well, it's not a kshatriya. It's, um, what is a kayasta? Somewhere between a vaisha and a kshatriya. Um, the Kayastas in Bengal typically became uh, secretaries, scribes, um, clerks. Those are the Kayastas. Um, and so they're not counted as Brahmins, and he was criticized because he accepted disciples who were Brahmins. In a caste-conscious culture, uh, such as India has been, especially in his time, Lord Chaitanya's time, also all, even today there's so much caste consciousness. Um, it was quite a challenge for him
Uh, she also says, about uh, Narottam's heroism. We need heroes that teach us to seek out our highest potential as servants of the Supreme Lord. That's nice. Srila Narottam Das Thakur is just such a hero. To seek out our highest potential. Uh, there's a... There's a lot that's been written in recent times in, well, I, I guess mainly in psychological area of the human potential movement. Uh, it's probably something you can look up on Wikipedia, the human potential movement. Um, the basic idea, of course, being that we all have lots of potential, uh, and why not develop it? Why not cultivate it? Um, usually that's thought of in fairly mundane terms, uh, but of course we would understand in spiritual terms. What is human potential? The real potential is to become Krishna conscious, <laughs> to put it simply. Okay. Um, so then, just very briefly, beginning uh, first couple of pages of chapter one, it's called Lord Chaitanya's Prediction. And so this is indeed about the prediction. But before that, a verse... Uh, offering respects to Narottam Das Thakur. It says, Shri Krishna Mamrita Chandra Prabhadvasta Tamo Baraya Gauranga Devanu Charaya Tasmai Namo Nama Srila Narottamaya I repeatedly offer my respectful obeisance to Srila Narutam Das Thakur, a pure-hearted servant of Lord Goranga. From his splendorous moon-like lips, uh, where is it, moon-like lips? Amritavar Shivakta Chandra Prabha. From his splendorous moonlight lips pours a radiant shower of nectar uh, in the form of Krishna's holy name. So, Shri Krishna Nama Amrita Varshi Vaktra Chandra Prabha Dvasta Tamo Varaya. That's all one <laughs> compound. Hmm that dissipates the darkness of ignorance. Tamo bharaya. Tamo bara. So, unto him bharaya. Okay. Then, uh, then is described that Lord Chaitanya was with his associates having kirtan. Uh, they were, mm, 
moving about through the countryside and chanting Hare Krishna. And it was, uh, as kirtans will do, it was the Mridanga players were gradually speeding it up. And so it was becoming more intense. And Lord Chaitanya, it says, was raising his arms, which we know were very long. It's described that Lord Chaitanya's arms would reach down to his knees. Now, personally, I always wondered about that because um, it seems like that would be a strange proportion of body to be reaching to the knees. In any case, he raised them in the air, not he didn't put them down to his knees. Uh, and then he did what Lord Chaitanya would sometimes do. He starts dancing wildly. Um, all the devotees are dancing wildly. And then what happens? Suddenly. I mean, imagine the scene. They're just all dancing and chanting and dungas are pounding and and then suddenly Lord Chaitanya stops. And he's completely motionless. And he looks off in the distance. He stares in the distance. And he calls, Narottam, Narottam. His body is trembling. There are tears coming from his eyes pouring from his eyes. Then he grabs Nityananda Prabhu uh, to help to hold himself up. But it's not enough. He collapses on the ground. And he's crying. And he's crying. And what is he crying? Narutam, Narutam. So imagine... <laughs> You're with the devotees, and Narottam is, nobody knows who is Narottam, because Narottam hasn't appeared yet. Uh, <clears throat> so everyone's stopping, and they're all looking at each other and wondering what's going on. And then they gather around Lord Chaitanya, uh, and softly, they're, they're chanting to him, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Because <clears throat> they see he's, he's in some kind, of, some kind of trance, some kind of ecstasy. <clears throat> and what to do when the Lord falls into such a state? So they're chanting to him. And then Nityananda Prabhu comes up uh, and crowd and bends down uh, on his knees next to Lord Chaitanya. And he's he's just whispering to him sweet words to try to calm him down. What does Chaitanya Mahaprabhu do? He doesn't say anything. He just throws his arms around Nityananda Prabhu and continues to cry. 
So Nityananda is now he's getting worried. <laughs> and so he turns to Vakreshvara Pandit and also to Haridas Thakur and he says, I've never seen him uh, crying like this, sh shedding such tears. Then Vakreshvara, and you may not know or you may know, Vakreshvara Pandit is famous for his dancing. In this case, he gets the devotees to chant. Um, but what does he get them to chant? He gets them to chant the name Jagannath. And when Lord Chaitanya hears Jagannath, Jagannath, then Lord Chaitanya becomes back to his so-called normal self. <laughs> and he sips up. <clears throat> and then he calls over. He motions to Nityananda Prabhu to come closer. And he says to, uh, to Nityananda, in a whisper, he says, you know that Sankirtan is everything to me. It is my very life. I want everyone in this world to taste the nectar of the holy name. But soon you and I will leave this world. Who will spread this chanting after we are gone? Who will keep the flame of love I have brought into the world burning? Before I leave, I must empower someone to carry on this wonderful Sankirtan movement. I have such a wealth of love of God, and I must leave it with someone. But who is qualified to inherit such riches. Hmm. So, there's a problem. He's saying, we're going to be leaving soon, and then what's going to happen to our Sankirtan movement? Uh, so, Lord Chaitanya is expressing his concern, his worry. Nityananda Prabhu replies, You know everything. You're the only one who can re answer your question. <laughs> Is there anyone who will be capable to carry on your mission? Who is worthy of inheriting your, your love? And then, and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu answers, Yes, Nitai, there is someone. His name is Narottama. <laughs> and we can stop there. <laughs> we can continue another. That's called a cliffhanger. <laughs> I should have actually stopped just before that line, but... <laughs> so... Narutam das Takura Ki Jai.
All right. Um, um. All right. Um, I have, I have a bit of show and tell. And as is often the case, it's in the form of books. First, we have, did I show this? I feel like I showed it already, but here it is again. <laughs> Mountain of Love. It's so hard to get it there. How come it won't? I think I have to turn off this uh, fuzziness. Okay, style, let's see, where do we do that? Participants. Uh, I forgot how we do that. Video, I think it's with video, no? Yeah, blur background, okay. There we go, all right, yeah. So my, I want to express my gratitude to all of you who have contributed to this book. Uh, it's really, really nice. I'm grateful also to, um, well, uh, to Rasadani Hari for producing the book and for designing the book. Gopi Gita, Ramananda Gopal. Is Gopi Gita there? He's there, no? Yes. Yeah. Hi, Krishna. Uh, Jai. Hare Krishna. Please accept my humble business. All close to you. All close to you. Yeah, I can get her in, um, let's say, two minutes or something. Yeah. If you want, or if, I mean... I yes, please. Okay. Can you... Okay. <laughs> I sent my little assistant here. <laughs> Your little assistant. Go get Mata. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It, um, it's uh, it contains. I don't know exact number. Around fifty-six uh, reflections. I think that's quite a good number. And. Uh, Lots of pictures, photos, photos from um, Madai Jivan, who is here in our live audience, and uh, also from, hold on, from, uh, yes, from Ekanti. Ekanti also made photos. So, quite a nice book. Anyway, well, well, Gopi Gita's coming. She's here. She's here. Yeah. Oh, oh there you are. Okay. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. There it is. Nice. <laughs> The result of your many, 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 many hours of work. Beautiful. How do you find it? 
Wonderful. Thank you so much for doing all this. It's um, It really came out so nice. I think it'll be... Yeah, I think it will be... I think it'll have some impact gradually, but eventually I think it could have impact um, beyond our little circle because um, I think devotees will appreciate that such writing is possible, so we may see more, more such books. And uh, I think it could inspire more devotees to visit Govardhan and Brindavan. And, uh, yeah, I haven't read all of the reflections yet, but uh, those I've read, I, I appreciate very much some very uh, thoughtful, uh, devotional, insightful uh, reflections are there. So that's very good. Who is this little gentleman with you? This is our little Murari, who also appeared oh, that's Murari. somewhere in the book and was always um, very interested when mommy begins to work on a book because it's full concentration. And when he sees uh -huh. himself in the camera, he makes faces. Uh-oh. <laughs> now he's shy. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a wonderful book to celebrate Giri Govardhan. It's very nice. And yeah. uh, different disciples with their different uh, ways of expressing themselves. Yeah, it was a yes. wonderful idea that you had. And, uh, and your Guru Maharaj gave his blessings by speaking some nice words in the beginning, okay. which we transcribed. And Buri John Prabhu also. So both, both of the founders of the Govardhan Retreat Center. Good. Okay. Yeah. So I just wanted to uh, share that. You're all welcome if you don't have a copy yet to get a copy. So this is my little promotion of the book. And how do we get copies of the book, uh, Rasodani? Well, um, books are everywhere in Europe, we can say. In one sense, there is also, uh, this is hard copy, of course. There is also an Amazon for those who want in Kindle version. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, and we need distribute, distribute, because I'm just, I thought a little bit after our yesterday um, meeting that, you know, that it's like, you know, it's like, uh, like today in, in the, today's economy, today's world, it's easy to, it's not super easy, but easier to produce something than to sell something. <laughs> like China can they can do anything but to sell it's not so easy so uh. <laughs> I'm thinking how to focus more on distribution because it's it seems that uh, you know most of the Europe is not English speaking or right. UK. <laughs> um, yes 
I even taught, I even taught because many devotees go from, I mean, not only from here, but uh, from Croatia, they go to India. Maybe we can, you know, they usually go empty, so to say, empty. They have some space. Maybe they can bring some to Mayapur, some to Vrindavan. Maybe we can do some distribution there also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially in Mayapur, we have some God siblings there. And, uh, yeah. Maybe, I don't know, Vrindavan, maybe also. Mm -hmm. some. some to Govardhan, to the retreat center. Yeah. To the retreat center also. Actually, yeah. that would be an ideal place, I think, for the book. People are coming to the retreat center, they'll see this book, and they'll, they'll realize, oh, this is all about where I am. This is the book I need to take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are some some things which we need actually. I'm not sure that I can do alone. Maybe we need some group. You know, I'm like uh, uh, not. I'm only I. You know, there are several devotees. We are kind of BBT. You know, we are producing, <laughs> but distribution, something. You know, it's yeah. completely. So we need also this. I can be part of that, but cannot do it alone. Right. So, yeah, so if anyone wants to get into organizing, distributing these books, um, please let us know. Yeah. Let Russ and Dari know. Good. Okay. So I'm going to now shift to a little different show and tell and because I've been traveling the last three and a half months or something, the, the post sent to me here has accumulated. So I have three books to show which, in which I have an article included. So one of them uh, is this Vaishnav Concepts of God, Philosophical Perspectives. Uh, this is in the Rutledge Hindu Studies series. So it's an academic book. And uh, this was uh, edited, it was put together by two devotee scholars, one in Brazil, Amcharita, and one in London, Aishwarya Prabhu, and a third person, a scholar whom I don't know, in any case, the three of them together uh, brought together um, all together 13, 14, 15 scholars, I think, 13 articles. And uh, my article is co-authored with another devotee who is uh, working on his doctoral dissertation at the University of Birmingham in the UK. Very nice uh, young scholar and very, uh, very sharp. Uh, he's a real philosopher. <laughs> so uh, we wrote an article called The, the God of Yoga, Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada and 
divine pedagogy addressing divine hiddenness. Uh, this is a kind of dense article, kind of, well, the whole book is philosophical. Uh, the idea of the book is to bring to the awareness of uh, scholars in the philosophy of religion to bring to their awareness that there are Vaishnava philosophies of religion. Uh, and within that field, there are concepts of God. <laughs> we have not just so many um, feelings and emotions, we also have concepts. And those have been articulated by our acharyas. But how to how to explain these things systematically for a Western um, scholarly audience. That's the challenge. So there are many articles. Uh, there are actually two uh, by, no, there's, there's a few by devotees. Um, the concept of God in the Bhagavad Gita, a pan-entheistic account. This is by two of the editors of the book. Um, and then Edwin Bryant, also known as Advaita Prabhu, uh, beauty and form as a corollary of a perfect being. Krishna in the Bhagavata Purana. Hmm. Uh, then we have an article by our academic director of our center in Oxford, Gavin Flood, The Nature of God in the Pancharatra, with specific reference to the Jayakya Samhita. Now, most of you may not have heard of the Jayakya Samhita, but it is one of the Pancharatra uh, texts which he has been studying for a long time. Anyway, I won't go through all of all of them. There's articles also about Sri Vaishnava traditions. Uh, there's also an article about um, Sri Ramakrishna, um, which I haven't read yet. I I met the author. He's a very um, bright uh, scholar who is a Swami in the Ramakrishna mission. Very charming person. Uh, his article is called Harmonizing the Personal God with the Impersonal Brahman, colon, Sri Ramakrishna's Vigyana Vedanta in dialogue with Gaudiya Vaishnavism. So that could be interesting. But could be interesting. Uh, another book in which I have a very short article is this one called Animals and Religion. Um, it's, uh, it's written or it's the editors are... Uh, 
professors in I forget which university in uh, in Texas in the USA, and they contacted me and asked, could I make a contribution because one of them had read um, my book Cow Care in Hindu Animal Ethics. So I agreed, and uh, they asked for a short article, which we gave the title. Uh, the title is Cow Care in Hindu Animal Ethics. Um, but it's a very good collection, and the purpose of this book is specifically for students. The idea is to introduce them uh, to... Uh, the intersection between thinking about religion, um, reflecting about religion in relation to animals and animals in relation to um, religion. Their dedication page, I think, is very charming. Um, it's, it says here, to all the animals, finned, feathered, furred, scaled, or otherwise, whom we have known and loved for a moment or a lifetime, and to all the others too, especially those who have endured suffering due to human action or in action. May you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe, may you be at peace. <laughs> so that's, um, I think it's nice that such work is done. Um, there's so many scholars who have thought deeply about this subject and they're taking it in many different uh, valuable directions. And I'm not done yet. One more book came. It's called Hindu Diasporas. Some of you may not know the word diaspora. It means... Uh, the communities spread around the world of so-called Hindus. Uh, this is edited by Newt Jacobson. He's a professor in Norway, and he's been studying Hinduism since decades. And he asked me to, could I write an article on ISKCON? and the Hindu diaspora. <laughs> and so I did. Uh, it's My article is called ISKCON and Diaspora Hindus in a Shared Cultural Atmosphere. And uh, mine is the very last article in the book, uh, which I'm taking as... Uh, position of honor, because if somebody gets through the whole book and then reads my article, they will be left 
remembering about <laughs> Krishna. <laughs> also, the very last article in the book on Vaishnav concepts of God is from me. And I was the very last presenter at uh, the Dubrovnik conference last last August. And I was the very last presenter at the Dubrovnik conference uh, some years back. So there's something about being last. That's, uh, I think, a good thing. Okay, that's my show and tell. Who else? Anybody else? Any news? Any any news? Any views? Any issues? <laughs> any news? Any views? Any issues? Um, if not, maybe we should go with Tia's question. Tia, we talked a few days ago, a couple of days ago, and she had a question. Do you want to share your question, Tia? Sure. Um, so I was listening to Sachinanda Maharaj's lecture series from his program or festival over the new year, Galokadam. It's a two-part lecture series on the coronation of Radharani, Srimati Radharani. And there was a part of the lecture that I didn't really understand how to use it to apply it in my life um, or how we could all use it to apply it. And it's basically at the end of the coronation, I think it was Sridham approached Radharani. Radharani was so pleased and said, I will give, I'm probably going to be nervous and not remember this story totally properly, but um, she said, I'll give you, you know, I'm so pleased I'll give you, you know, whatever you wish. And the, his reply was, I want what is most dear to you. Um, and so she turned to Krishna and Sridham ran and hugged Krishna. So it was almost as if Radharani was kind of sad to give a Krishna away because it was the thing that was most dear to her and she was giving it away. And then Krishna was a little bit disappointed because he thought, oh, I planned this whole coronation for Radharani. <laughs> <laughs> and immediately she's just giving what me. What does she do? She's giving me away. <laughs> exactly. And I was wondering how this story would inform how we approach Srimati Radharani asking for devotional service. Because if we ask Srimati Radharani for devotional service, she might say, well, I already gave Krishna away. So... Um, so you'll have to ask somebody else. You have to ask Sridham. <laughs> no, sort of in the. If you ask someone for something that's most dear to them, it's almost the uh -huh. story almost made it seem like Srimati Radharani was a little bit sad or 
for like a little bit disappointed, not disappointed, but a little bit forlorn about having to give away the thing that was most dear to her. And then it almost makes me hesitant. Why should we be asked or why should I be asking, you know, for the thing that is most dear to Srimati Radharani? I wouldn't want to take as if I could ever take, but you know, I don't know if I'm making my question clear almost seems like why would we ask for something that's most dear to somebody and make them sad yeah well a couple of things come to my mind one is um as leela it's um a kind of way of showing how the relationship of radha and krishna is uh, is sweet, but a kind of, there's a bitter sweetness also, um, which makes it, makes it kind of uh, have a, a, a sense of depth. We know that Radharani giving away Krishna doesn't mean that now, now Krishna has nothing to do with Radharani, right? <laughs> um, we know that Radha and Krishna are always, always together, even when they're separated. But it's kind of this. <laughs> this story just brings in so much irony to the whole, to the whole thing. That this kind of bottom line result is, I think, a, a depth, a richness um, that is also showing something of the, the complexity of relationships because um, Sridham coming and then to Radharani and then Radharani sort of she's she's very in so much joyfulness but it, it's it's I think it's also described when when uh, Krishna is born um, Vasudev his father is so happy that he, what does he do he gives away mentally because he can't physically mentally he gives away uh, so many cows. So there's this idea that when there's some event of special happiness, you just want to open up and share that happiness with everyone. And um, in this case, Radharani is saying, come on, Sridham, who is his brother, her brother, right? I'll give you whatever you want. And and Sridham, who is the brother, and what do brothers, I don't know, is he younger, younger or older, but siblings have a way of teasing each other, right? And so he kind of takes advantage and says, ah, yeah, so you're in this mood to give, well, I'm going to ask for something. I want whatever, whatever is most dear to you. <laughs> and because the the Vedic Vedic etiquette is when you give your word, you keep your word. 
So she said, I'll give you what you want. He says, give me what's dearest to you. Now she has to give what's dearest. What is that? Well, it has to be Krishna. But, uh, you know, what does that mean? What's Sridham going to do with Krishna? <laughs> He's not going to marry Krishna, right? So, uh, so there's kind of twists and turns of irony mixed in with uh, the notion of dharma and all of this mixed in with uh, the the bhava of prema. And your question is what to do with all of this, what to make of this for ourselves. Um, well, just go on at, uh, approaching Radharani. Don't worry that you're not asking... Excuse me, you're not asking Srimati Radharani to give away Krishna such that she no longer has Krishna, right? And in any case, uh, the devotees um, are asking, are approaching Radha to serve Radha. That's the mood uh, that's emphasized by, well, it seems to be what the Goswamis are emphasizing. The Manjari, Manjari Bhava, Manjari Seva is, we just want to assist Radharani. Forget about Krishna. <laughs> Krishna, we don't want to approach Krishna directly. <clears throat> um And then, of course, we understand Radharani is so soft-hearted, she will, um, she, uh, she will call Krishna's attention to devotees who are serving her. Yeah. Does that uh, make any sense? Yes. Yes, thank you, Maharaj. Some sense. Do you want to know who is Radharani's paternal grandfather? Yes. I just came across this. His name is Mahibanu. Mahibanu. And uh, her paternal grandmother is Sukada. And her maternal grandfather is Indu. And her maternal grandmother is Mukara. Mukara, there's a village near Toverdan, which is the place of Mukara. Oh, here it is. Uh, Sri Dhamma is the older brother of Radhikarani. And she has a younger sister. Who is the younger sister? Who knows who is the younger sister of? Ananga Manjari. Ananga Manjari, exactly. <laughs> 
who may have another name, uh, namely Anuradha. Now, um, while we're on this subject, <laughs> someone was asking, who was asking about the meaning of uh, the marks on the lotus feet of the Lord? I think it was two weeks ago, someone was asking. So we have it all here. Um, there's lots of marks. And some of them are the same on Krishna's and Radha's feet. Uh, these include the conch, the fish, the flag, the lotus, the goad, ankusha, barley corn, yava, up-curving line, urdvareka, the disc, the chakra, and the umbrella, the chatra. Now... We might want to know what is the significance of the conch according to, there are several sources referred to here, Srimad Bhagavatam Sarartha Darshini Avishvanath Chakravarti Thakur, Ananda Chandrika, which is Vishvanath's Tika commentary on Govinda Lilamrita. Hmm. And also his Rupa Chintamani and also Jiva Goswami's Sri Karapada Yugala Samahriti. That's Jiva Goswami wrote that. Uh, Karapada, so the hands and the feet, Yugala Samahriti, the I don't know, the gathering together about this. Also, Skanda Purana, Matsya Purana, and Garga Samhita, and numerous other quotes and compilations. Whew. Okay, we can look at just one of these, the Kanch, the Shanka. Okay, first point. Mm, this auspicious mark indicates that those who take shelter of their lotus feet are always rescued from all sorts of distress. So we uh, famously, Krishna is blowing his conch, uh, and Arjuna, and they're all blowing their conches at the beginning of the Battle of Kurukshetra. And when they blow their conches, um, it's very powerful, and everyone is shaking and understanding that they are victorious. Um, Then a comparison is made. Uh, there's the water in the conch that's offered in arti after the fire, the lamp. Mm. So it says, uh, their lordship's feet hold transcendental water 
that soothes their devotees from the blazing fire of material existence. Okay, so we have the conch is uh, indicating that uh, the devotee is rescued. from all sorts of distress, and the fire of material existence is put out by the fire, water held in the conch. Also, this symbol proclaims ultimate victory for the devotees. Why? Because the mark of the conch on the lotus feet of the Lord's contains the entire ocean of material existence that may now be easily crossed. This mark also shows those who resort to their feet become completely fearless. Uh, and it's also a symbol of Jala Tattva. Jala means water, the principle of water, um, which points to the fact, to the idea that the Ganga is emanating from the feet of Krishna, and that Ganga is purifying the entire world or all the worlds. What about this mark on Radha's foot? It shows the water principle that soothes her beloved Krishna so that he feels no burning pain whenever he is separated from her company. Hmm. So that's the conch. The significant, the conch is, uh, where is the conch? Um, on Krishna, it's on his left foot, uh, below his, his big toe. And on Srimati Radharani, it's below uh, the big toe of her right foot. So there you go. And meditate on the conch on the feet of Radha and Krishna and remember all these results. Uh, Dira Lalita, your hand is up. Yes, Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna, God family. Um, uh, this uh, question may come across a little bit maybe immature or childish, but um, I'm, I, I really um, I'm interested in the answer. Um, so we are learning that the essence of life is to connect to the eternal, to connect to Krishna, and, um, and that through devotional service and mercy, Acharyas and uh, advanced Vaishnavas. But I was wondering, um, does Krishna as a person 
gets like sad when people don't accept Krishna consciousness and chanting of the holy name. Like I was imagining like Lord Chaitanya and Lord um trying to actually going from door to door and asking, begging people to chant the holy name because they know that's the essence and that's the like a salvation for all the souls that are there in this material world. But some some would um, some would like you know um, try to accept the holy name but chant with offenses or not knowing how to chant it properly um, with pure heart. Um, I was just wondering because Krishna is not different than his name. Uh, do I understand that the Nam has form of Krishna? And does Krishna really get that sad emotion uh, or sadness um, by um, seeing all people in order to connect to him really on that deep level? Or it's just like a I'm just, I was just wondering about that. <laughs> so just to help me, maybe if I know that Krishna is going to be really sad uh, or, you know, so that may help me to be more like sincere and more like there for Krishna. I'll give space to Krishna to be there in my life through the holy name. Is, is, is the name, or is the holy name in between us and Krishna? I know he's Krishna, but I don't really understand it. Sometimes it's said that um, because um, because Krishna is absorbed in his internal energy, which is, you know, consisting of Ladini Shakti, Sandini Shakti, Samvich Shakti, um, there's no no touch, no experience uh, of suffering. Um, but then we just read how, I guess it's in the Narutam Vilas or the Prema Vilas, that description of Narut of Lord Chaitanya anticipating Narutam's appearance. So that uh, description would indicate that the Lord is very much concerned, so much so that he's uh, expressing great anxiety. So it's, I think, one of those um, one of those paradoxes. I believe it's in the um, one of the Sandarvas. I always tell myself I have to re actually study the Sandarvas. Jiva Goswami, <laughs> um, that uh, that the Lord is. Transcendental means that he's he's not affected by anything of this world, uh, but at the same time we understand the Lord is the original sentient sentient being, and all of his senses, uh, including the mind, are infused uh, with feeling, 
Angani yasya sakalendriya vritti mati. Ashanti panti kalayanti chiranjaganti ananda chinmaya sarujalavikra. But ananda chinmaya, his, his very existence is ananda. Uh, so if there is um if there is a sadness about um the non-acceptance mm. or as i've explained in this article in the Aishnav concepts of god uh, that people are resistant uh to um to the existence of god that is, I think we have to see that still in the context of uh, eternity, where there's anticipation that all living beings eventually uh, will surrender, will take shelter of the Lord. Um so it can be a sadness. It can also be anger. <laughs> uh, it's mentioned in fifth canto, isn't it? That Sankarshan uh, becomes angry. Ananta, Ananta Shesha. We read that some weeks ago. Ananta Shesha becomes angry that the living entities are resisting surrender, and what is? And therefore, what does he do? <laughs> he burns up the whole the whole thing. <laughs> so whether it's sadness or anger or whatever it is, there's feeling, there's emotion, there's not indifference. So I think that's really the point. And we could also say that um, much of what our task is for ourselves in coming um, Krishna conscious is um, becoming um, becoming conscious of the indicators, the 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 many ways uh, that Krishna is sending messages to say, "Come on, come on, come on." Um, I'm sure there's a lot more that can be said about this, but that's what comes to my mind. <laughs> Thank you very much, Karimaj. Really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Um, we have a few minutes left. Shall we read some Jaitanya Charitamrita? Let's do that. Screen share. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm, is that the same as that? Um, okay.
Can everyone see this um, screen with chapter 14, Adi, Adi Lila? Can you see? Yes, Gurudev. Oh, it just disappeared halfway. Come back there. All right. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, I guess it was two weeks ago we were reading about the Lord's, speaking of Lord's lotus feet, um, and the various features of the baby Krishna, uh, sorry, baby Chaitanya, baby Nimai. So then they call in, Father calls in Nilambar Chakravarti, who says, yep, this is no ordinary child. <clears throat> and he says, let's do a name-giving ceremony. And he calls, they call the Brahmins. And then he announces, in the future, this child will protect and maintain all the world. For this reason, he is to be called Vishvambar. So then they had this uh, rituals of the Nam Karana. Okay, let's go from here. Tobe Kotodine Prabhur Janu Chankramana Nana Chomotkar Totakurailo Darshana. After some days, the Lord began to crawl on his knees. And he caused various wonderful things to happen. And he causes the ladies to chant the holy names because he chants, uh, because he's crying. And he exhibits various sports. Shishugane. So now he's socializing. <laughs> he's socializing with other kids. Shishugane mili koila vivida kelana. Vivida means various. Kelana, sports. Sporting. Okay, now comes this uh, famous little childhood pastime. Ekodina shachikai shandesha aniya bhattavari tiyabaila kauta bashiya. One day, while the Lord was enjoying his playful sports with the other little children, Mother Sachi brought a dish filled with fused rice. Mm, it's called fused rice. Uh, and sweetmeats. English word sweetmeats is strange because it sounds like meat, but it's not. It's just sweet, sandesh. And ask the child to sit down and eat them. The word bata is there. It says tiffin dish. <laughs> That's a little bit old-fashioned. In India, tiffin is... Uh, 
this container uh, with the, there's usually three containers stacked on top of each other, and that's a tiffin. And uh, tiffin is also used to refer to lunch. Have you had tiffin yet? Tiffin. <laughs> so tiffin dish means, I guess, lunch. And that would consist of, in this case, ka'i, fused rice. <clears throat> so what happens then? Now the trouble starts. Atabali gela shachigrihe karma karite lukaya lagila shishumritika kaite. Oh, oh. So Lukanya hiding, he began, Lagila, to eat dirt, Mritika. Dakishachi Danya, Aila Kori, Hai Hai, Mati Kari, Laya Kohe, Mati Kenekai. Seeing this, Mother Shachi hastily returned and exclaimed, What is this? What is this? She snatched the dirt from the hands of the Lord and inquired why he was eating it. Samati Kariya. She grabbed the dirt. Mm. And then she asked, Mati Kanekai, why are you eating dirt? <clears throat> Crying, the child inquired from his mother, Why are you angry? Angry? Kane koro rosh? Tumi mati kaite dile mor kiba dosh? You've already given me dirt to eat. What is my fault? Hai sandesh anno jotek. Matir Bikar Ehomati Shehomati Ki Bichar. So now Lord Chaitanya Nimai is sounding like a Mayavadi. Fused rice, sweetmeats, and all other edibles are but transformations of dirt, Matir Bikar. This is dirt, that is dirt. Ehomati Shehomati. Please consider. Bicharas consider. What is the difference between them? Beheda. So we know the word, the uh, term achentya beheda abeda. Achentya beheda abeda vada is our philosophy. Our Vedanta is kind of. The core of it, you could say, is this chintya bheda abheda. So bheda means difference, abheda means no difference. Achintya abheda abheda is the inconceivable difference and non-difference uh, of all variety with the one absolute. <clears throat> 
So here, uh, little Nimai is uh, emphasizing the non-difference. And so he's saying, you've given me, you already gave me some dirt. Okay, it was in the form of Sandesh, but it, essentially, what was it? You could say it's it's kind of alluding to the Chandogya Upanishad, the famous discussion about clay and clay pots, uh, that just as all clay pots are made of the same substance, so uh, all of everything is uh, made of the same substance, which is Brahman. So like that, he's arguing. And then he goes on to say, Mati deha mati bakha. Dekkaha vichari abichare deha dosh ki bolite pari. This body is a transformation of dirt, and the edibles are also a transformation of dirt. <clears throat> Please reflect upon this. Dekkaha vichari vicharya. Mm. You are blaming me without consideration. What can I say? <laughs> what can I say? <clears throat> what can I say? Abhichare <clears throat> deha You're criticizing me without thinking about it. So Prabhupada is giving a longer explanation here of how this is basically Mayavada. Everything t is taken to be one. Mm. Oh, but it's interesting how he's putting it. When one is elevated to the spiritual platform, there are no more bodily necessities. And in activities pertaining to the bodily necessities, there are no spiritual considerations. Hmm, okay. In other words, the more we eat, sleep, have sex, and try to defend ourselves, the more we engage in material activities. Okay, and here's the point. Mayavadi philosophers consider devotional activities to be bodily activities. Um. So, of course, devotional activities involve doing so many things with our bodies. Uh, if we're worshiping the deity, this morning, just before I woke up, I had one of these somewhat recurring dreams where I'm there's some sort of problem. I'm trying to uh, do uh, 
I'm trying to worship some deity and there's some problem. <laughs> and so I'm I'm usually in the dream, I'm I'm coming late or something is happening. Um And this was mixed up this morning with another recurring thing. I wonder if maybe you have this experience when you actually have to go to the bathroom to pass water, but you're you're dreaming. And in your dream, you ever had this? In your dream, you're looking for a bathroom and you can't find the bathroom. You have this ever? You're... you're so I was in this dream, at, and in the dream I was, there was some kind of like a deity installation of sorts. And at one point I said, uh, excuse me, um, I have to go and I'll come right back. But I didn't come right back because it took me an hour to find a place. <laughs> and then when I finally came back, um, I don't know, everything was strange. Then I woke up. <laughs> then I realized, oh, I have to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> All right. Uh, enough of these things. So the Mayavadis uh, cannot understand the simple explanation in Bhagavad Gita 1426. <laughs> Sagunan samati daityan brahmabhuyaya kalpate. Anyone who engages in spiritual devotional service without motivation, rendering such service for the satisfaction of the Lord, is elevated. Immediately to the spiritual platform and all his activities are spiritual. Yeah, so uh, there's vyabhichara and there's avyabhichara yoga. So avyabhichara, avyabhichara yoga means, um, well, it means fully dedicated. Let's see what O'Neill Williams has to say about that. See if he has it. Uh, be char. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So non-failure, absolute necessity, non-deviation. Conjugal fidelity, non-transgression, constant. So vyabhichar is the opposite of that. Oops, what happened? Uh, you get it. So non-deviation is a vyabhichar. And... Um, What other words? Sama, samati iti etan. No. How is that divided up? 
Eitan, excuse me, I'm just curious. Uh, 14, right? 1426. 14. 26. Samatitya. Eitan. The Eitan, I guess, refers to persons. Oh, no, sorry. It refers, because this is, chapter is about the modes of nature. So Eitan, plural, um, plural um, accusative, is referring to the modes of nature. Uh Gunan, etan gunan. So, sa samatitya, having gone beyond. That must be the gerund. Then, brahmabhuyaya, kalpate, becomes on the platform of Brahman. This word bhuya is also strange. Booyah. But it's Booyaya. Let's see what this has. Becoming. Okay, so it's from the verbal root Boo. Booyaya. Not quite sure of the form. Booyah can mean still more. Anyway, becoming good enough for us. So, um, so in case you meet a Mayavadi, <laughs> in case you meet a Mayavadi, you can quote this verse from Bhagavad Gita. Divyambara, you're, you're, you have your hand up. Hi, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. And about to everyone. I just met, met a bunch of my bodies, so I wanted to share my confusion. My initial oh. confusion was that I was at the Bahamas, the Shivananda Yoga Ashram in the Bahamas. Oh. oh. And yeah. I had a great experience. They were very nice and friendly. There are many nice. devotees. Nice, friendly Mayavadis, huh? <laughs> yeah, they were so welcoming and very, very nice um, uh -huh. on human level. Mm -hmm. I offered four presentations, and I was it was so confusing because as soon as we arrived, I was there with Shruti Rupadevi, Prabhupada disciple, Prabhupada's cook, mm -hmm. and um, there were pictures of Krishna everywhere, and mm -hmm. they had like three altars in three different temples and they had a deity of Krishna there as well mm. among many other deities <clears throat> and yeah. one thing that I, I noticed 
and they would offer Arati every day and have something like an Arati song. Um, but what, what I noticed is that the deity were like, the deities were very simply dressed, like basically like a little cloth as a dhoti just wrapped around. And there was no changing. The deity worship that we do is way beyond. Um, it was so I was just surprised that they don't they worship the deity, but they don't take care of the deity, so to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, they chant the Maha Mantra the other way around. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. So they, they chanted all the time and people love the Kirtan. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I think it can be confusing sometimes for us to meet and to be in an environment of people. Uh, people practicing Mayavada philosophy or accepting Mayavada philosophy and at the same time being surrounded by images of Krishna and 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 having kirtan. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I think this is why this is why Srila Prabhupada was uh, so concerned to uh, to to make this distinction, to uh, sort of hammer it into us that, yes, someone may do all these things, but they're still Mayavadi. Uh, Mm. Why is that? Well, because at at the end of the day, uh, their idea is to somehow go, go beyond Krishna. Their idea is that bhakti is a great thing um, that's instrumental. It's a means to another end than bhakti. For the bhakta, mm-hmm. there's the, the means of bhakti. It's also a means, but it's a means for what? It's a means for more bhakti. And for the... Um, the Mayavadi, the idea is it's a great way to purify yourself and to go, yes, to go beyond the modes of nature, yes. And then um, we can go into the great Brahman. So that's um, the dis- we want to make. We want to keep that distinction <laughs> and not not become uh, I mean, I don't think you were confused because you saw how their worship was not very actually didn't seem very devotional, right? It was just yeah, it wasn't personal for sure, <laughs> yeah like I noticed uh, they had a big deity even on stage the central picture was a beautiful painting of krishna mm. and and then they had a large deity they i don't know how often they so i noticed they somebody was cleaning the floor and wiping the altar and the deities and then using the same cloth for cleaning the floor i mean you know they, like these little details and <laughs> there was a deity of krishna with some flowers on the head and then, 
and some of it was just completely covering his face, like on this side. And I just went up and I, I put it because it was, you know, it was like half of his face was covered, like the eye and everything. So somehow nobody noticed that. Um, but, you know, Guru Maharaj, I, what I learned, the inspiration is that they have a wonderful way of building community. Mm -hmm. And people just love, it's very, it's not a very, many people stay in tents and it's not, it's kind of a yogic, <laughs> austere accommodation, mm -hmm. but um, the community, people just go there to be together. The community, mm -hmm. they're really experts at building community and having really nice personal relationships. Mm -hmm. And I, several people came up to me because I was just, I had tilak, I was like a devotee. Krishna devotee from the very start I wasn't hiding anything mm. and several people came up to me to say that they first joined an ISKCON ashram like a Hare Krishna ashram and then they that was their starting point and then they joined Shivananda and stayed there so I was like mm. hmm I wonder why <laughs> so that yeah was... it is it's an interesting uh, phenomenon on the one side, the philosophy is Mayavad, and on the other side, they can actually be very personal. Sridhar Maharaj, I remember years ago, was saying he visited uh, a yoga ashram in New York. Maybe it was the Shivananda people. And he said he was blown away by how personal they were. <laughs> mm -hmm. So much more than the devotees. It, it could be also um, a problem that in our sort of imagining ourselves to be personalist, we can easily fall into making that a kind of excuse for, um, for behaving in a less than personal way. In other words, we think, well, we've got the philosophy down, and so therefore we don't have to worry too much about actually, you know, relating with each other as person. Mm. That might be one of the part of the logic. I don't know. It's an interesting topic to explore more. <laughs> Indeed. Well, um, otherwise, you had a good time there. Yes, it was very nice. We chanted on the beach every day and bathed in the ocean. And I I met quite a few people who came to me. They were very interested in what I was mm. talking about. I spoke a lot about prasadam. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Sure they, they, offer, they also offer their food. They offer their food by chanting Brahma, Brahma Rpanam, Brahma Javier. And very enthusiastically. Oh, yeah. Brahma, Arpanam, Brahma, Brahma, Agno, Brahma, Naputam, Brahma, Iva, Tena, what is it? Brahma, Iva, Tena, Kantavyam, Brahma, Karmas, Samadina, or something. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you've. Uh, Consciously or unconsciously, I'm sure you positively affected uh, all of them by your presence. Well, by your grace, Guru Maharaj. 
Um, good. Okay. I think it's kind of that time now that we end for the day. Um, as far as I know, we should be able to have a Sangha again next Saturday. So we will see you all then and we'll wish you all a wonderful week with all kinds of devotional inspiration and lots of chanting and being happy and and all such good things. So thank you all very much. And we'll see you all soon. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.